It says that whoever does not prepare the day before Shabbos cannot eat on Shabbos. So, by large measure, it could be said that the day before Rosh Hashanah is like the cause of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the Kepiyantif needs to have preparation. And <coughs> we do before Rosh Hashanah, it, it, it prepares for and causes all the, uh, the divine revelation and happens Rosh Hashanah. So the Altebra writes in Kut Etherah that Rosh Hashanah is, a, is about all the Jewish people coming together before Hashem, being a covenant before Hashem. And anyway, that's what we're doing right now. We're coming together before Shoshana to uh, to learn a, a huh? Can't hear you. Ooh. Something on your end. I hear him. Can't hear you. Dr. Bresman, I think everyone else can hear me, so maybe it's on your end. So there is a emphasis on Rosh Hashanah of all the Jewish people coming together with Avis Yisrael, and not just with Avis Yisrael, but with absolute trust in Hashem that there's going to be a... Uh, Hashem will give us all the good. As the two writes, and Rebbe spoke about literally every year before Shoshana, maybe I should go closer to the microphone. Does that, does that help? You're totally fine. I don't know. He needs to like leave the chat and come back in. This is the nature of this of this uh, of this nation that they um, they are uh, so certain in judgment the day before Shoshana that uh, want, want, want to call him and help him out. This is the nature of the Jewish people before that they wear white clothing the day before Shoshana. It's not the custom today, but um, the. Maybe the, we don't wear the white, but definitely we have to have the energy of what the white clothing represented, which is that we're absolutely certain and happy with Hashem in, and accepting Hashem with absolute trust in Hashem that it's going to, it, we're expecting good things to happen. That's how a Jew prepares for the year. Uf that is the nature of the Jewish people. Even before the court case happened, the Jewish people are already positive, the absolute certainty that Hashem will bless us with a good year. This is emphasized by, by the Haftarah of this past, uh, this past week. The Haftarah is Seis Osis Bavaya. It has a double expression of joy. I rejoice shall I rejoice in Hashem. And this is the, the approach of a Jew to Hashanah, with absolute certainly, certainty and joy that Hashem will give us a good year and accepting upon ourselves Hashem as a king with joy. So on that note, I want to share with you today a Fabrengen that the Rebbe gave before Rosh Hashanah, but in general, that would Fabrengen every year before Shoshana. Um, and this is from 1973. Uh, Although the Kabbalists always talk about the Kabbalistic part of things, and the those who are the Pashtanim, those who their, their role is to explain the simple meaning of things, focus on the simple meaning, and so that means that there are two different extremes in the four realms of, of Torah understanding. Nevertheless, since it's only one Torah, so even someone whose main emphasis is learning the simple meaning of things, or someone whose main emphasis is learning the Kabbalistic meaning of things, every one of them, when he will look deeper into the Torah, 
who'll discover that in addition to the Kabbalistic interpretation, we'll also, we'll also see in some of the things he learns according to Kabbal- on a Kabbalistic level, a reflection of those things on the simple level. And vice versa, people focus on the simple meaning will also discover a Kabbalistic interpretation of those same, same things. Oh, you may be focused, that's your, na- your nature, Hashem gave you your Nisham is more in sync with the simple meaning of things, but if you look deeper, you'll be able to find Kabbalistic meaning as well. So, this is also true regarding the day of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is called the day of Tchilas Masecha, the day Hashem began to do His work, began to create the world. Now, it doesn't seem like it's a day Hashem began to create the world, because Hashem created the world on the 25th day of El, and the only one who was created today was Adam Rishon, and the world was already full before Adam Rishon was created. So there is an explanation according to Chassidus, because man is a focal point of creation, and he brings, he is the one who reveals godliness in creation. But as mentioned, everything that has a Kabbalistic and a Hasidic meaning also has a reflection also in regarding to the way things are interpreted halachically and the simple meaning. So the halacha is, we're going to see in halacha, halacha it reflects this idea how the creation didn't start till man was created. It's called, the, that. even though creation started on, on the 25th day of Elul, but even from a halachic perspective, you cannot say that creation began before Adam was created. The halacha is that a vessel is susceptible to becoming impure. Once something becomes a vessel, it can become impure. However, before it becomes a vessel, before it's completed, it cannot, it's not in, in the realm of purity or impurity, it cannot become contaminated spiritually. For example, if you have an animal hide, which could be used to make many different things. You could use it to, as, a, as a blanket. You could use it to make a wallet or whatever you want to use this, this animal hide for. Um, it depends on the owner of this animal hide. <clears throat> if he only wants to use this animal hide as a blanket, so as soon as it's fitting to be used as a blanket, it is already considered a vessel. And now halachically, it could become pure, it could become impure. And if, however, the, the, the owner of the vessel isn't interested in making this a blanket, he wants to take this animal hide, and now he wants to make it into pants, he wants to make it into whatever he wants to use it for, he wants to make it into... So, he wants to take a beautiful vessel out of this animal hide, <clears throat> although before it was already fitting to be used as a blanket, it's not considered a vessel yet. Physically, it's the same vessel. It's it, it, one guy has exactly the same thing as him, and he uses it as his blanket, and it's considered a finished vessel. But because the owner has something else in mind, although it looks exactly the same as the other guy's blanket, yet it's not considered to be a vessel yet, because the owner has something else in mind. It's not considered finished. So the same is also regarding the creation of the world. Until Adam was created... It's true that the world was already under the governance and the, of Hashem. And Hashem created everything in a way that's, that's infinite, infinite amount of creations. Nothing is made by itself. Everything is created by Hashem. Everything, everything Hashem created out, out of nothingness. Yet, since uh, we, there was no impact 
of a person revealing godliness in the world the way a person can, so the world is, was considered to be at that time like the animal hide, that maybe it's finished, maybe there's all the physical components are there, but since the owner has a different intent in mind, he wants to use this world for something else, he has done something more he wants to out of the world, so the world's not considered anything yet. In other words, by the animal hide, until you make the animal, if your intention is to use the animal hide and to make that, somehow use, use the animal hide and use that leather to create, uh, let's say, a briefcase. If Till you make that briefcase, it's not like we consider the animal hide to be half a vessel. And now it's a whole vessel. It's not considered a vessel at all. It's not considered at all in the realm of a vessel. It's only when you complete the vessel to what your purpose is for it, does it, does it, uh, uh, does it then enter into the realm of, of a vessel and therefore enter into the realm of purity and impurity. So the first five days of creation and the beginning of the fifth, sixth day of creation, before Adam was created, there were everything was created in the full, fully. And the truth is that on the first day of creation, Hashem already created the mass, the material from, from which everything else was going to be created in the subsequent six days of creation. But that creation which was considered to be perfect on the first day of creation, Hashem made it, it's still not considered at all the beginning of creation. Because the Torah says about the creation in the first six days, Bar Elikim, Elikim created it. The word Elikim is numerically equivalent to nature. And the word Elikim, as we learned many times, emphasize is Hashem's power of concealment. So, until... Adam was born and Adam gathered all of creation together to uh, bow to Hashem. So the level of godliness that was connected to creation was only the level of nature, the way Hashem contracts His light. And the level of Yudke Vavke, the higher level of godliness, the way Hashem is transcendent and beyond the creation, wasn't yet possible to be revealed. But when Hashem made Adam, out of earth, it says in the Torah, Vayotzar. Vayotzar literally means Hashem formed Adam. But the word Vayotzar also indicates, in Kabbalah, there is the Chaymer, there's just the material, and, and the word Suro, which means form, also indicates it's the purpose of the thing, what is there for. So when Hashem said, let us make man in our image, the Zohar says that Hashem was referring to the, the, the spheres of Atsilus, the, the godliness in the world of Atsilus, said to the godliness in the world of Bria, let us make man. That means there was a, there was a partnership with the spheres of Atsilus and the spheres of Bria that both them participated in creating a human being in this physical world. And at that point, it became clear that the owner wasn't interested in just making, in the analogy, a blanket. He wasn't just interested in making something which is which Gorgonius is concealed, rather he wanted to create a vessel. He wanted to create a beautiful vessel which would contain not just the level of Gorgonius which, which is hidden and concealed within creation, but to create, but, to, but, but, but as Adam said, as soon as Adam was born, let us go and sing before Hashem, let's bow down before Hashem, let's bow down before Hashem who made us. 
So creation isn't considered to have begun until we have Adam, until we have the human being who who fulfills the whole point of why Hashem made the world. Until then, it's not considered a, it's not considered the vessel at all from which Hashem made it, for the purpose of which Hashem made it. So that practically tells us is right now we're in the last day of Elul, and the first day of Elul, it's it was it's the first the forty days when Moshe Rabbeinu was on the mountain and Hashem already granted the world. Gave, started to forgive us already then from the first day of Elul to the extent that the Talmud says that when Moshe Rabbeinu came back up the mountain to ask God on the first day of Elul to, to, for forgiveness for the sin of the golden calf the Talmud says that the last set of 40 days Moshe Rabbeinu was in the mountain for 40 days to receive the Torah and then for 40 days he prayed for us and there was a state of anger from the 17th day of Tammuz until the 29th day of Av and then the first day of Elul, until Yom Kippur, it's time of divine grace and mercy, until Hashem gives us the full forgiveness and atonement and the gift, the second tablets, on Yom Kippur. So while Moshe Rabbeinu was on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights to get the second tablets, the Talmud says that already at the, right at the beginning of, the, of those 40 days, it's already considered a time of divine grace and mercy similar to the first 40 days when God taught Moshe Rabbeinu the Torah before they sit in the golden calf. So a Jew may ask, why should I make an effort for 40 days straight before <laughs> I already got it the first day? I already got the first day, Hashem says in the first day of El, it's a time of forgiveness, you made it. Why do I have to, why do I have to continue working hard for 40 days? Hashem already gave me the forgiveness in the first, on the first day of El. And the answer is, is that as soon as Hashem reveals something deeper, that indicates that the owner wants something more out of the vessel. So although a moment ago it was sufficient where you were till now, it was sufficient that you were at the level of the first 40 days, that's considered perfection on one level, but compared to the way the owner of the vessel, but compared to the intent of Hashem, what Hashem wants to accomplish in creation, Hashem wants to reveal something more, so then we haven't yet begun. And within these 40 days, there's something that we have to continuously strive for from strength to strength from, to go together with the king in the field and then go back with the king to his palace. The Rebbe actually uh, said that we could uh, take the king's smile with us back to the palace. The king shows a smile to us in the, in the month of El, and uh, he shows that smile to us even though we may be still in the field. That empowers us to want to go with him back to the palace and become Yisroh Malka B'chodayim. It was said that, uh, uh, in further, on, further on this from Rengen, it was spoke about how um, by a Jew adding in kindness day before Shoshana, that, 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 so to speak, brings a smile of Hashem with him, with the Jew, with Hashem, back to the palace. Hashem, Hashem continues to smile. I was always bothered by the... Hashem, it seems like Hashem stopped to smile all of a sudden. Like, what happened? So it speaks about how... Uh, hopefully we'll, 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 we'll reach that part. Okay, so... Um, what's in the Kuda? What's the bottom line? We're arriving again tonight to the time when Hashem first made man. So when Hashem said, let us make man in our image, Sarebbe says you have to know 
that when you read those words, that what that means is that God invests power into you. God calls every Jew, the branch of his planting, the work of his hands, and even more, the Torah continues and says, the work of my hands to be glorified from. Hashem is glorified from every Jew. Hashem is, Hashem's glory is added to by the deeds of every single Jew in this world. So it's impossible to say that a Jew ha- could be involved in, could do something which is negative. Because he is a branch of Hashem's planting, the work of Hashem's hands to be glorified from. It's imp- a Jew is not, it's not relevant for a Jew to be affected by those who may scorn him or those who, because he's a branch of Hashem's planting. He's the work of Hashem's hand. And as long as he wants with an MS, there cannot be anything that could hold him back or conceal or can hide because he is a branch of Hashem's planting, the work of his hands to be glorified from. As the, uh, free, as the, as the, uh, as the previous Rebbe explains, like we quoted before about let us make men in our image, that that statement was said about Atsilus. Atsilus says to Bria, let's make a man in this physical world. What that verse emphasizes is that although we're talking about a person in this world, but what is a person in this world? He is in the image of Atsilus. He may be in this world, but who is he? He is in the image of Atsilus. Just like it says about Meishu Rabbeinu, that although Meishu Rabbeinu was standing in front of Pare and he was speaking to Pare, but yet Meishu Rabbeinu had the glasses of the world of Atzilus. So in a similar way, a Jew is able to do tshuva for real. A Jew has to be aware, the Rebbe says, of how far you could reach and be certain that you're going to get there as long as you really want to. And because you already have the power of Hashem to do this, that is... And automatically a Jew pushes away all the things that could prevent him from getting where he's supposed to get to. That all the things that, make, that seem to hinder us are all limited. But you are a Jew, you're able to reach the infinite because as you're, you have what Hashem invests in you. So nothing could stop you. And this is relevant in the language of this past week's parsha. Moshe gathers the Jewish people together from the heads of the tribes, the woodchoppers, the water carriers. This is relevant both to those who are heads of the tribe they also have to realize that even though they may be heads, they're still limited. And the water carriers, they have to have the certainty and the, uh, they have to have the security that they have the same power as Adam. And the, the only reason why God created Adam to be one person by himself is to give each of us the message in every generation that each of us is a, is a full world. And if the Torah says this, this is the truth. And God does not ask us according to His power. He asks us only according to our power. So that means this is the, within, the, within the power of each person and the power of every Jewish man and woman. As the Torah says, you're all standing together before Hashem, men and women and children. So, practically, what we need to do on the day before Shoshana, in addition to the fact that before Shoshana we have the element of prayer, that's what the general theme of the day before Shoshana is, an emphasis on prayer, but we need to also have all three pillars. Also the pillar of Torah and the pillar of kindness. We have to add in our Torah learning and our giving stock, especially day before Shoshana. We're still allowed to carry money day before Shoshana. We should do this in a way of a chathila river beyond all limitations and boundaries, both in our prayers and in our Torah and in our kindness. And it's just like the world stands on three pillars. So to every individual world, every individual person, is a small world and stands on these three pillars. These three pillars are what lift us up.
So we continue this from the day before Rosh Hashanah on the day of Rosh Hashanah and we crown Hashem again as our king after Hashem has renewed the whole world. So this is the three important points we have to focus on. Number Point number one. I've actually said this is a point that he wants people to take away from the Febrengen and share with others. Point number one. Every Jew is a branch of Hashem's planting, the work of His hands to be glorified from. God says about each person, I'm proud of you. I, I, Hashem says, Lispoir. as long as you want to, God can be proud of you while you're still in the field. In a mundane day, and Hashem gives you the power and the tools and all the things you need that God should be proud of you. You hear? Number one thing you got to know is God, God gives you all that you need to be proud of, that, that He can be proud of you. Point number two. The Abishter calls you the branch of his planting, and as long as you want to, God can be proud of you while you're in the field. He gives you all the koyach and all the and all that you need to do to be someone God's proud of. Uh oh, where'd you disappear to? Number two, the day before Shoshana, we can fix up anything that we were missing the entire year in an instant. Everything that was missing the entire year. On the day before Shoshana, we're able to fix up in an instant that it should be considered perfect, not only from the perspective of the 25th day of El, not only from the perspective of the animal hide blanket, but only also we're able to make it perfect from the perspective of this coming of Shoshana. Because already the day before Shoshana, we're already wearing the white clothing, as the Torah says, we're already receiving the day before Shoshana, the Hashem already signs us today to be written and sealed for good. And to bring this down, Lamat, in this world, we should add and stuck in kindness that these things have the power to bring God's revelation in this world. As we say in the Shlichas, to you Hashem is stuka. That stuka is considered something which is associated directly with Hashem. And to do all these things with joy and gladness of heart. And just like when you look at someone's face, this is what I mentioned before, just like you look at someone's face, you see the Torah says that looking at someone's face is similar to looking in the water. You look at the water, Sorry, I'm, I'm, I didn't uh, say that correctly. Let me try this again. <laughs> it's been a busy couple of days. Just like you look in the water, you see a reflection of your face. So too, when you look in, in the heart of someone, with your feelings of your heart, your feelings in your heart cause a reflection in the heart of the other person. So your smile, which, with, with which you... Um, That which you give to others by your kindness to others, that causes Hashem to take His smile that He shows us in the month of Elul. He shows every person a smiling face. God takes that with Him even when He goes to the palace, and there we receive Hashem, and we accomplish with we accept Hashem's sovereignty we, with joy. We crown Hashem as our King, and there on Shoshana we 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 whether we're considered like servants of Hashem or we're considered like children of Hashem. Which means there's two ways of serving Hashem, like a servant with love, and I'm sorry, like a servant with fear, and like a son with love. So, with all the great virtues in each of these different ways of serving Hashem, so in the palace, in Anur Shoshana, we take Hashem's smiling face that He shows to everyone in the month of Elul with us to the palace, in virtue of us showing a smiling face to others and giving kindness to others. So we should publicize in all play in the whole world the day before Shoshana, make about making an effort. In Torah, Tfila, and Staka, in a way of the Chatchila Riber, in a way of going beyond all limitations and boundaries, 
but making an effort in prayer with pleasure, and making an effort to study Torah with pleasure, the day before Shoshana, and making an effort of giving silver and gold to Tzedakah with pleasure the day before Shoshana. And a God will give, starting from the month of Tishrei, a year of pleasure with all of the acronyms of the letters of the Aleph based from, from Aleph and on, Aleph is the acronym from the, for the word light. And this will be a, a preparation for a year of Geula, the true and complete Geula to Mashiach Tzakeinu, who will build the Beis HaMikdash and gather all the Jewish people in Israel, Hakel HaSa'am, and there we will do the midst of Hakel HaSa'amikdash, Roshana Balin Kol Yisrael Teva. This actually concludes this Fabrengen, and there we conclude the Fabrengen with the Nigin Nezhet Tzuklavsi, Nasha Slushba. Okay, so I, I think I uh, may have got you all to zone out while I was focusing on these words over here. Let me try to say one sentence what I think we, we, they're been saying over here. They've been saying today, we're able to correct the entire past year. We have to, we're able today to make a new, go beyond our limitations in our Torah and our prayer and our kindness and leap forward. If they know where Hashem's, Hashem calls each of us, the branch of His planting, the work of His hands, and we're able to, to be someone who Hashem is proud of. There are no limitations. Hashem made us in His image. We are, Atzilus is in you, Atzilus is in me. Hashem put Himself into us. And therefore we're able to leap to become, stand before Hashem as long as we want to. So if they know who we are, we are Hashem's, branch of Hashem's planting. And we have to get there. We have to, we have to leap forward with pleasure in the three areas of exponential growth in today, in our Torah, prayer, and kindness. Any questions, comments, criticism, tomatoes, cucumbers, zucchini, I think it says about Ervium Kippur that everyone moves with alacrity. But um, I don't think that praying with more concentration on our level would be a contradiction to the alacrity of those in Lubavitch. I think our Speedy Gonzalez interpretation of that may be uh, compromised to its true meaning. <laughs> That's Ervium Kippur also. Um, I, 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 you weren't there by Muhammad Chazabringen, but he had this amazing flesh. This flesh inspired my davening. He made this flesh slowly over the grill with all the preparation that it requires, and it's a different kind of piece of flesh. And I was thinking about davening. It could be, you know, sis bumba and it's over. But you want it to be geschmack for the Abishter? You gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta sit over it. You gotta sit over the davening, think about the words. That's a day, that's, that's, so that's the main emphasis on the day before Shana. That's, that's its simple meaning. But, and that's to be with Geshmak. But that also has to be exponential growth in Torah and stuck as well. To bring Hashem's smiling face. I love this. The smiling face of Hashem comes with us to the palace. We give a smiling face to others today, and the Abish's smiling face comes with us to the palace. It's made it. L'chaim, l'chaim, l'vrach. For each of us, all of us, and we should see Mashiach today.